Excuse me, can I get into your drawers? What? I'm looking for my, uh, uh, thingy. Well, should we stop recording so I can help you find it? No, my bandana. Oh, third drawer down, under my ski socks, next to your golf balls. Hey, I'm, uh, having trouble finding that first thingy. You're listening to Under My Roof. I'm Christina Rice, your host. I'm a real estate agent. I'm creative to my core. And home is my therapy. I'll guide you through this fun and creative podcast where together we'll decorate our homes one corner at a time. We'll get organized and tackle simple but chic DIY projects. We'll encourage each other to explore doing more of what we love and work on improving ourselves in little ways that make big impact on our daily lives. We'll chat with experts and have some real conversations about building an intentional life in this busy world. Today on Under My Roof, Episode 4, we will be organizing our messiest drawer. That's it. Bottom line. We got this. And if you can stick around for a little segment that I call Dirty Laundry. All right, well, who is ready for a baby project? Just a mini project, just a teeny tiny little drawer project. Not a big deal at all. Now, if this is too basic for you, I'm going to say go ahead, clean out all your drawers. Go crazy. Um, I might do that. I do know a couple that need some tending to. I am going to do our craft drawer. It's a tiny little drawer in the kitchen, but the boys are in and out of that baby constantly. So it's always a mess. Yes, and we have a drunk drunk drawer. Yes, our junk drawer is drunk. That is what's wrong with it. And that is why I need to organize it. It isn't so bad, our drunk drawer. (laughs) But I'm going to clean it up anyway. There's a hammer in there that's always getting hung up. I'm going to find a new home for that hammer. I might tackle another craft drawer that I have that's kind of the bigger Mac Daddy of craft drawers, if you want to call it that. I haven't decided, but I think it needs a little organizing. The bottom line is, you don't really need me for this project. I think we can all safely say we are capable of organizing a drawer, but I am going to be here to give you the push, maybe give you some ideas, product ideas, and just, you know, moral support. First things first, go snap that picture of your drunk drawer. Take that before picture. You can post it right alongside the finished product in the Facebook group so we can see and give you the props that you deserve just for doing this, right? How long has that junk drawer been messy? Exactly. So let's also celebrate this project a little. I think maybe it needs a theme song. I love theme songs, Um, maybe even a theme album. So while you're working, make sure you put on some music, make this a fun project. Cocktails are always welcome in my world, or coffee, or tea, or kombucha. All right, so are you ready? I mean, really ready? Everybody's ready? Okay, so here is step one. Take the drawer and dump all the crap out. Do it, dump it, 
get it all out. However you do it, that's fine. We don't want anything broken. All right, so step two, organize it. Once it's all laid out, you'll be able to easily see what's junk, what stays in the drawer, and items that need to find another home. So break it down into those three different categories. So with the junk, feel free, feel empowered to literally throw it away right then and there. Have a trash can near you. Or if it is something that's salvageable, put it in a bag or a box in the closet that you're going to donate. And then once that bag or box is full, you can actually make the run to a local charity or Goodwill or Salvation Army, whatever you choose. Next, move on to the items that need to find a new home. They just don't belong in that drawer. And in my world, everything has a home. This can be difficult if you live with other people that don't necessarily subscribe to your philosophy that everything has its home. But do your best to make it a nice, simple process in an easy-to-remember location and really try to rally the troops to get everything back in its place where it belongs. Now you should be left with what's intended for that drawer. Now you don't want to just throw it all in there loose. Well, I guess you could if that's your thing. But I like to use some kind of dividers to get more in the drawer and utilize the space more effectively. You can buy some dividers on Amazon. They have those clear storage containers that are made of plastic. Um, The main ones that I know of are by Story. They also have some really nice bamboo uh, storage containers on Amazon. Uh, Some are drawer size, but then there's this nice set. It's a five-piece set of little bamboo boxes that fit together in your drawer. Hopefully those will fit. Uh, They're very nice, but, you know, buying these types of containers can range anywhere from $10 to $25. And I'm not sure you want to spend that money. You can. Order it on Prime, have it in two days, and you're good. You can also upcycle. Um, There are cute boxes if you subscribe to Birchbox. Those boxes are the cutest. I save them, so you can use those in your drawers, and they're cute at the same time. Other boxes I collect from holiday time, gift boxes with tea oftentimes fit nicely into drawers. Um, Your tea that comes in the little wooden boxes, take the top off and you can use those. What do you have around the house that you could use? On Pinterest, I did create a board under my roof drawer organization. So if you want to go there, see what I've pinned, find other pins to get your inspiration, that's a great place to start. I do hope that you can organize all your drawers as quickly as I ran through this instruction. I think that's hopeful. And now, I think you might have some time to stick around for dirty laundry. There is dirty laundry under my roof, and I like to keep a tidy house. I'm going to tackle this dirty laundry before it piles up. Listener discretion is advised. She hits me smack dab in the forehead. I can't believe it. In the forehead. Come on, you evil little beast. I have clients to see. I'm in a new office, for goodness sakes, meeting new people every time I'm there. I'm touring prospective parents around my kid's school this week, and my forehead is red. My forehead is inflamed.
I take a split second and wonder if I can even cover it. I thought about a hat. I even considered cutting bangs. Then she hits me again. This time it's in the chin. You bitch, this is war. So that mean girl, that's acne. And my forehead is currently a train wreck. The chin ended up okay, but I still ask why. I've been fighting acne for over a year now, and to be honest, that mean girl is winning. Unfortunately, we have a fire season here in Southern California, and this acne reminds me a lot of a wildfire. Really, it is like I am battling it and battling it, and I'm never getting 100% containment. Well, maybe for a day or two, but then I am back trying to tame the beast. I've been trying to battle it with products, but things really seem to work for only about two weeks and then they stop working. So I have to switch it up and try new products. My poor skin is irritated and pretty much pissed off at me. I got sick of all the clinical products, so I tried this holistic route. You know, everything was all natural, essential oils. You know, I, I thought that I found the way for a while, but it was just that two-week fake out. So it's like I have a super strain of acne that eats all these remedies for breakfast. So what does having acne do to you? Well, you know what? You start looking for acne. You look for it out in the world because you feel like you are the only one. And I look around and I don't see anyone else with a forehead as bumpy as mine. It really just makes me want to hide. And unfortunately, I can't. I am too busy to hide right now. Really, I have to plan for my acne when I plan my outfit. Tomorrow, I'm at this um, health and education fair uh, representing my son's school, and I'll be out in the public. And I'm already thinking, okay, I'm wearing this. What am I doing with my acne? What am I wearing on my acne? Mm. Blemishes, pimples, zits, papules, pustules. Oh, my. They are a total time suck. It takes me so much longer to put on my makeup to carefully cover the redness. But then, you know, I have to try and take off the makeup that keeps settling in my forehead wrinkles. So I put it on and I take it off and then I put it on because then you have to try to, to hide the bumps. And there's really no hiding the bumps other than going as matte as possible. Because if I don't, each one is going to shine like its own beacon of imperfection. And I know my face hates all of this junk on it. I can hear its cries. It just wants to be left alone. And I just want to know, why is this happening? I already eat well, so I don't think my diet's really a factor. I don't overload on sugar, and I don't eat white flour regularly. Although now that I say white flour, I would love a scone. Oh my gosh, that would be so delicious right now. Damn you, white flour. I suspect this mess is hormonal. But I've come to the realization lately that my busy schedule isn't helping matters. I've been overcommitted lately, and I'm running all over town for work and for school. I, I'm not in school, but I'm on the community outreach committee for my son's school. And right now, it's just a really busy time. You know, people are applying, or families are applying for kindergarten, and in general, just, you know, elementary and middle school for next year right now. And so I am giving tours of the school. We're hosting events. I'm coaching the kids' soccer teams, which I am really enjoying way more than I ever expected. Um, but 
I'm busy. I'm staying up late so I can get my work done. I'm drinking way more coffee. And because I'm drinking more coffee, I think I'm drinking less water. And I know I need more. So I do love all of these commitments. That's why I signed up for them. But it does add to my stress level. And the other night, Xander and I put the kids to bed so we could have a date night, a home date night, nothing, you know, crazy. We just wanted to watch a movie together. And the moment I relaxed, it hit me. I really need to start taking control of this acne from the inside. I don't have too much control over my schedule right now because I am already committed. But I do need to remind myself I enjoy these things that I'm doing. That's why I signed up for them. And life won't always be this busy. So it's really a mindset shift. Busy doesn't have to equal stress. I just need to slow down between those appointments and just breathe a little. And while I don't expect this to completely cure the acne, um, it'll probably help less stress. I'm going to maybe replace one cup of coffee with some more water or really just make sure I'm drinking a lot more water throughout my day. And I'm starting a new facial regimen. I I don't love that word. Regimen for the surface. Hopefully that will also help me kind of calm down my skin. If I stick with one thing, I'm going to give it a shot. Please work. Please work. Please work. Because I really want to face my clients with confidence and clear, glowing skin. (laughs) And I really hope that my boys don't inherit acne-prone skin. Goodness gracious, the laundry this episode is really dirty. And it would be so zitty of me to leave you on this nasty note. (laughs) So I have to switch the subject. So... Remember when I told you that I found that Craigslist dresser to replace the college kid Ikea cabinet that we had that was filled with our kids' DVDs? Oh, I hate DVDs. Thank you, Amazon. Um, But anyway, that decorating project gave me such a high that I just kept the decorating train rolling. I had just closed an escrow, so I decided to reward myself with this little, a new sitting area that I could use for shooting videos for work. And I figured this could easily serve as a dual purpose area to have another conversation area in between the kitchen and our living room. So it seemed like the perfect project. But let me tell you, it is even more successful than I imagined. My boys sit in that little sitting area every morning when I'm packing lunches. Xander will plop down when I'm making coffee. It's great. We play games there, and I'm just really thrilled how it turned out. And plus, I got two wall sconces out of storage. They've been there collecting dust for a couple of years, and it really adds some additional lighting that we needed in that space. So I'm just, I'm excited. I do think it needs one more, uh, one little side table still. And I may have one that I'm thinking about repurposing. It's in my son's room. I just have to find the right time to approach him so I can steal it and then paint it. But I do have a really masculine table that I'd love to put in his room. So I really just have to sell him on that project. And I have yet to do that. Waiting for the right time. 
But I found that I was actually proud of my living room again, so I decided it was time for that dinner party. Yes, it's true, we hosted our first small, family-friendly dinner party in the Jade Palace. But I did it, and I had the best time planning for the event. I love the planning part of dinner parties. The menu, the linens, the flowers, the music, all of it. Our friends brought their son. We all ate together, including the boys, and then they played while we just stayed at the table and laughed and told stories. Our kids were up until about 10, which rarely happens, and the boys were, they were just as satisfied as we were, and they really had no interest in hanging out with us whatsoever. So it was a success, except I overcooked my salmon. (laughs) Oh, say it isn't so. Needless to say, I was disappointed in the food, um, at least the salmon. But, you know, I made chocolate chip cookies that we were planning on serving with milk, so we were going to have that milk and cookies combo. But we all decided to switch it up at the last minute and serve ice cream sandwiches. And the kids were so busy playing, they didn't even notice. (laughs) They missed out. Uh, So anyway, tonight I was busy working on my salmon, trying to perfect it. I really liked the flavor. And I served it with this veggie dish that my family has been loving. They've been crazy about it all winter. Was the salmon worthy of a dinner party? Eh, no, I don't think so. Um, It was better, but the veggies were the superstar tonight. It's so simple and very fresh, and it's just good for everyone. So tonight, I tossed up um, sliced red potatoes, asparagus, carrots and Brussels sprouts just in an olive oil and a little bit of seasoned salt. I tossed it in a huge casserole dish and I just baked it for about an hour at 400. The kids taste tested it along the way. They stole some of my raw carrots and then they stole some after I tossed it in the oil and had it seasoned. And then I made sure to test it along the way for softness as I was cooking it. Every time I gave it a little toss, the, you know, when done, just that top layer gets a little crispy. It just turned out great. Now, Brody won't eat the Brussels sprouts yet, but the rest of us do. And Xander was so sweet. He cleaned up the entire kitchen for me tonight. So I am grateful and thankful. And with that, I'm going to say... The laundry is clean. Yes. So, all right, my friends. On the next episode of Under My Roof, we are putting together a plan of action so we can do that thing that we love, right? So if you don't know what that thing is, think about it. Think about it while you're organizing your drawers. Thanks for listening to Under My Roof. I'm Christina Rice. Until next time.